Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We appreciate your ears, and we appreciate you joining us today. I'm excited to get into this episode today. Uh, have you ever met someone before, learned their name, and then you walk away 10 seconds later, and you're like, crap, what was their name? Well, today we're going to give you a little bit of tips on how to remember those names. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some key influential techniques you can use in regular conversation so that not only do you remember the other person's name you're talking to that you meet for the first time, but they definitely remember yours. Slager, what else we talk about? We talk about the relationship between professional athletes and fans, um, especially in today's day and age with how present social media is across all platforms. Um, it's, it's, very, it's very much in the spotlight, so professional athletes, not just them, um, any type of professional in, in any craft, uh, they have to be very careful while on their social medias and engaging with those fans and in the proper manner and being truly grateful for their fanship. That sounds like a good time, bro. I'm I think excited. it was. Hell yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. And then I'm going to take a page out of my boy Dale Carnegie's book and I'm going to lay down a challenge for y'all. I'm going to give you a little challenge that you can use to remember names more on the go. And that second time when you talk to someone and you remember their name and you see that shine in their eye go on, I'm going to tell you how to do that better. So I'm excited for you to join us today. Uh, we're going to get into it. It's a, it's a short one, but it's a good one. A lot of value here. Thank you again for joining us. I feel like what you're saying to anybody, it, it takes on a greater meaning, takes on a greater impact when you use the name of the person. Because I feel like when someone's listening to you talk to them, if you use their name, like they're locked into what you're saying. If you use their name, like, oh, they're talking to me. Oh, I feel important. And like, for example, breakfast this morning, I mean, it's a, it's a great place to practice it, like being able to use people's names because... I feel like those people, they, they see a lot of, they have a lot of groups come in and everyone's always busy looking at their menus, mm -hmm. like they're focused on being hungry and, and what they're going to order. They introduce their name. People always forget their name. And I feel like you remember that, say it back to them. It, it makes a greater impact on them. And who knows, they may give you superior service because you use their name. Like, oh, I'll remember that table. Never well, know. yeah. And it's just like, that's the thing. Easy to do, easy to not do. Slide Edge. Yeah. Also great book, Slide Edge. Um, cool. But it's, it's, yeah, it's about... You know, doing the little things that they are e easy to do, but easy to not do too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, say like the athlete that does, you know, 50 push-ups every morning just to, in the morning, just to have that little extra something, something, as opposed to the guy who doesn't. Like, yeah. he's going to have that little bit extra strength, like 50 push-ups. I mean, relative, like if you're, you know, a well-built athlete and, you know, which requires strength, which sports do, I mean, they're going to be able to at least build up to that fairly easily, I think, in the, in the grand scheme. It's like, but that's easy to do, easy to not do. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit extra time, a little bit extra effort, but the, the long-term gains, you could just outfinish that one other person that you you got. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, back to the waiter waitress. It's, and you were saying it could improve the experience. Like, what if you start, like, a conversation, like, I'm going to next time – what I should have done is introduce myself back. It's like, why, why are you telling me your name and I don't tell you mine? That's, that's kind of norms of society. So yeah. I'm gonna try that next time. Next time I go out to like a sit down, usually it's breakfast. I'm a sucker for breakfast on oh, the weekends. Yeah. Saturday morning is yeah, a tradition. Dude, it's killer. But uh, I'm gonna try that next time and just see what happens. Uh, we have a good family friend, he always does that. He's always fun with the way to waitress. And it's like, yeah. That could lead to a better experience. That could lead to a better tip. Mm -hmm. That could lead to a better referral. That could lead to just all around everything is better. Um, and so it's, yeah. I, I think it's just, it's crucial. 
and easily overlooked. And I, I get it. Look, I it's not like I've always been good at it. I'm just now trying to pay attention yeah. to it and be better at it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a skill that everybody can work on. I mean, it's and it's easier to forget names because we meet so many people on a daily basis. We got so many different things running through our mind. People's the the many people's names we we find out every day and learn. Like it's it's not always going to be on the top of our priority like all day. So one thing I like to do, you say, when you meet someone, you say their name a couple times in the conversation. What mm-hmm. I like to do is. Once I've done that, once it's in my brain, once the conversation's over and I'm, I'm in somewhere else, I like to write that name down. I feel like that's one of the best uses of the iPhone uh, notes app. You just open the notes app. I like to write their name down, a few characteristics about them, where I met them, so that not only the next time I see them in a random place, uh, not only I remember their name and make them feel important, they're going to be like, oh, I, they remember my name. Wow. I mean, it, it makes someone feel important, but also writing something down about them, something that you talked about, so you can get the keep the conversation going, like a circle back. I mean, that that enhances the experience even more, and people are going to remember you for remembering your name, and that's something that I found out is the, the Notes app is because honestly, sometimes I really do forget someone's name. Sometime after after meeting them, like if I see them a week later, and sure. just pull up the Notes app real quick and. <laughs> I'm telling doing that makes me re- on you boy. Yeah. Doing that makes me remember the next time I meet them. Like I won't sure. It'll get to a point where I, I won't need to do it cuz when it's like then you're you're not just hearing someone like talk to you, you're listening to what they have to say and it's like I get it you're you're out with other people and you're spending your time with them, but that person serving you or I'm I'm sorry, not not serving you, waiting on you. Um, waiter or waitress, they're still they're still a human. That's just their yeah. job. That's just what they're doing for money. And it's like their name matters. What they say matters. Mm-hmm. Like not just what they're saying about the menu. That's not the only thing that matters. And it's, right. I think that gets overlooked. Of like, look, it's just everything is about people. It's about understanding people, communicating with people. And we're so bad at it. Yeah, we're so. I'm not saying I'm an expert by no means. No, I'm no doctor in comms or something like that. But um, I, I do think. Uh, I've gotten fairly good at communicating with people. I think you have too, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the minimal experience that we have in the real world, really. And I just, I think that's something that can always be improved on, no yeah. matter how old you are, what you've experienced, what you've done or not done. I think communication is just top of line of everything. Yeah. And good just, communication and just understanding people. Right. When, once you know people, you win the game. Yeah, because... People, someone always has something interesting to say. And if you show that you're open to communicating with people, you show that you're invested in them and remember, like remembering their name, remembering something about them, showing vested interest in someone, they're going to see that as important and they're going to open up to you more and talk to you about more things if you show that investment in them. And that's how you learn. Like that's how you, that's how you get different viewpoints. That's how you find inspiration from other people. Like you never know where a conversation will lead if you just keep on peeling the onion and asking about them. So getting into what they're about and asking about them. And I know like, I'm not trying to preach to the choir, but I know people will have heard this. People love to talk about themselves. Oh yeah. So say you meet someone new and you ask them like, you know, get the surface level stuff out of the way. Like, okay, so like, where are you from? Like, what do you do for work? And then like, what do you, what do you really do? Like, what do you like to do? Like, it's, it's just natural. It's weird when I talk to someone new and they're like, Oh, what do you do? And I was like, Oh, for work, I do this and this. And it's like, what do you do for work? And they tell me, and then my first like follow up question is, do you like it? I don't yeah. even think twice about it. It's just right. It's immediately, do you like it? And then it's like, that is just another step below the surface mm-hmm. level where you're from, what you do. And that's something that most people aren't asked. I don't Couldn't think agree more. Yeah. when it's like, Hey, do you like it? And then it's like, uh, 
it, it's pretty it's pretty cool it's it's not long term then it's like now you're getting them to talk in a way that no one's really asked them to right and so then you are already re remember memorable there we go mm -hmm. man i'm gonna make up some words today too yeah then you're memorable and once you take an interest in them and like people can tell if it's i hate the word genuine but whether it is genuine or not mm -hmm. but you know what I'm saying? It's like when you're asking them and they're saying like, oh, hey, yeah, I do this and this. I like to do this. Um, I'm not really crazy about this, but I'm thinking about transitioning into this or I really love this and I just don't know what to do to get there. Or it's like, you know, they start talking about something that they're just super passionate about and you just let them roll. Yeah, and it, it because it's fun to see people get excited about that. Like right. when people ask us about the podcast, when people ask about the digital agency, when people ask you about your new sales gig, like there's excitement there. Right, like there is passion and like just happiness within what they're talking about, mm -hmm. and it's like then you know what that person is about, yeah. what they love to do, what they really are supposed to be doing. Right, uh, but it's like yeah, you invest in them, give them time, and then they will love you forever because yeah. it's like whoa. I liked that that guy Tim I talked to at that party for like 45 minutes just straight. Like I don't know too much about him, but I just really like him. Yeah. It's because you were asking him about him or yeah. asking her about her. And it's like, it's so much about people yeah. and people win the game. It's like, think about anything you do, you need people. Yeah. You need people. Right. And peop Not peop saying to use and abuse them, but you need yeah. people. And I've, I find that people people want two things. They want to be able to talk about their dreams. They want to be able to, because a lot of times people think about them, but they want someone to be able to, to, to verbalize it and, and get it out there and talk about it. They want that. They want to do that. And they want people to. Well, some do and some don't. That's scary for some to do too. Well, someone's always, someone's always going to want to. Not to cut you some, off, but yeah. Someone's always going to want to tell someone like, it's one thing to have an idea, but your what you say is like your voice and what you do that's that's your offering to the world like if you said, someone wants yeah. to get it out somewhere like you're not gonna be able to do anything with it yeah. you don't get it out so yeah, pe people people Putting want to be able to yeah people want to be able to talk about something that they, that they care about and people want other people to show investment in it and, and show it as important like people want yeah affirmation. I got, I got what like we yeah. got we got people like like someone is going to want to achieve something no matter what people say but other people showing investment and, and genuine care and what they're what they're trying to accomplish like that's what people crave and that that's like that's how you get a conversation going that's how you keep on going and it, it's really cool to show that investment in people and and and, and what they want to accomplish that was some yeah I, I like where your head's at that was money yeah dude anyway uh i was this morning when i was like doing my morning thing uh maybe a little earlier than I should, but hopped on some social media, saw about Russell uh, Westbrook. He had some words to say about uh, how his game with against Utah, was it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Getting into, into it with the fans a little bit yeah, on the yeah. way out. Someone said something. Someone said, yeah, it looked from the angles that we saw um, or that I saw on, on my phone and that are all over the pages, but it looked like one guy, he just kind of – this guy had his phone or something. It was like, oh, it's, it's Russell Westbrook. Like, I want to take a video of him walking right by me through the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And then you see Russell Westbrook just kind of, like, swing at his, at his phone. I don't know if the guy has said something, too. But it's like, ah, it's a phone. Someone's just videotaping. Maybe yeah. the dude said something. I don't know. Yeah, we, there, who know? But we don't know. Then, yeah, you saw him jump at that one fan a little further yeah. down did, going did, in the tunnel. One, one was at halftime, and the other one was after the game. Oh, I didn't see two, that. Two different oh, okay. instances. I didn't see the so halftime I think the halftime was... Because at the end of the game, I think it was a do with the phone, and then 
the second dude right after him, there's another one. Yeah. So I don't know if that was end of the game or halftime. Yeah, there were two different instances. There's one at halftime Jeez. and one at the end of the game. So I think so. He was walking by this dude, and you can see it on the camera. He said the guy was saying something, and usually athletes like they ignore the noise. They hear like on, yeah, you yeah. Wanna, you want to talk to smack. Everyone, everyone like, says something. Like everyone talks meaning, meaningless crap to people. And yeah. He, the guy said something. Russell Westbrook was walking through the tunnel. He just stopped, dead cold, turned around, and just yelled at him. So he must have said something that that and, must. Have and been you know bad. Westbrook, he's a good mental player. Like he's strong mentally too. Yeah, like not a lot of things bother him. Like he, like some things do, but like he, like he, it doesn't let him. Well, it's it different between him. in-game stuff with refs or players as opposed mm-hmm. to you know what he said. Players referencing yeah. family and kids and stuff, and it's like when he called out and said, you know these fans aren't going to come up to me in the street and say these things mm-hmm. to my face. Right. And I was like, whoa. I was like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. 100% that no one's going to do that. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, they're making millions of dollars. You know, I think fans should be able to say whatever they want. Well, okay, let's say you're making millions of dollars and you're not an athlete. Should anyone be able to just go to your place of work and trash you, your family, and your kids. Like, say you're a big, big time CEO. You make ten, fifteen mil a year. You know, which is more than some professional athletes make. Right. And you go, you go in their office, their place of business, and you start just berating and belittling that person, their wife or their husband, yeah. um, son, daughter, whatever, just family in general. And it's like videotaping that that stadium. Are those people's places of place of business that's where they work yeah that is the office for them mm-hmm. like it is entertainment for you yeah. for us as as fans and an audience but that is their job and you know i i disagree with just because you're a paying customer means you can belittle another human that's just the only difference between them and you is they busted ass and excelled at at a different craft than you mm-hmm. like they're professional in something else than you are it's just they play, they're an athlete and you're not like, it's just yeah. different. And, but they're, they're not a different like human being. They're still mm-hmm. blood and flesh. You know what I mean? It's just like, just be a good human being. And it, it's, it's not hard. It's easy to do, easy to not do, you yeah. know, same thing. But it's like, he's not going to bring that up. I don't think unless it was something really, really mm-hmm. bad and really degrading. And it's like that person talking all that shit, like, what's wrong with you that you feel the need to say that to someone because they're on a different sports team? Yeah. But that's work for them. Like, yeah, okay, let me come in your office and just be mean as can be to you in front of the world. And make it personal. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like it's Personal one, about it's people one, you've never even met in your life yeah. and you'll never meet in your yeah, life. Yeah, it's one thing to celebrate a win over another team. Like, that's the rivalry. But when you attack someone's pers- personal life, personal family, and – and go a step deeper and, and, and look at their character. That's another example. Like, I mean, if you want to just, talk like, hey, you're flapping more than a fish out of water. Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's I mean, talking smack and like having some fun with it. And then just being like, just actually just mean and ruthless. Yeah. For what? Taking it too far. Yeah. It's, and it, it's interesting what you say about their, that's their place of business. And it's, it's just such a unique platform that they're on because they're on, they're on a national stage. They're on TV. They're all the focus is on them and they're on, and people, people see them as, on a different pedestal and because they pay to be there, they're athletes. But yeah, like everyone has a family, like everyone has people they love and cherish. And when, and when you, when you cross that line and talk about those people, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. And I think that's, 
that's where Russell Westbrook's like emotion came over him in mm-hmm. that moment. And I I feel where and, it's and we've from. talked about the emotion with the with the the rationale too, and it's yeah. like you know what, I I have to, you know, I know we don't want to always take sides with certain things, but I'm taking sides with Westbrook on this. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt, I I personally have to. I I just think even though he sucked I, that game, but yeah. Ah, regardless, I mean, outside hey man, of I, I know, like yeah, there there's the fun sports talk, and then there's yeah, it's just. You see how much he puts out, and that—that's part of the issue with social media too. Is how much he puts out that about his wife, his kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like he loves his family. He's such yeah. a you just had that from kid. the outside looking you just had a baby in, in the last year. Yeah, from the outside looking in, it looks like he's a great family man and just mm-hmm. a good, a good dude. And I've seen the way he talks in post game interviews with with teammates, and when the media tries to say like, "Hey, you came in, and then everything changed. What did you do to really?" Uh, change the game and he always credits like hey this is a team it just things worked differently and it yeah. we worked together and it things happen and then uh so I've always respected him on on that level but yeah this is uh interesting to see if any any action is taken how high up it goes how high up it doesn't go and see if anything happens or not but it's like then again how can you how can you regulate that how can you really regulate do. what someone says? Have, yeah, they do have like unless they're pointed out. I saw him point people out to like right. a security guard or something. But you know what? What is the, you know, can whose word is really? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. tough to to regulate that kind of thing. It's just people saying stuff. So it's I don't know. It'll be interesting. I wonder if uh, what'll come of this. I'll uh, yeah, they do be interested have, to keep tabs on it. They do have like a an NBA fan code of conduct, and I know they do hand out like disciplinary things to fans but oh really there is yeah i feel like ever since that i don't know i don't know the exact details but they do have like a code of conduct for fans that they public the nba publishes but yeah i know ever since that the the brawl between the pacers and pisses in 2004 they've just they've 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 (laughs) taken the relationship between fans and players a lot more seriously and the security and stadiums has gone up and I've always thought it was interesting whenever I've been at a game and look at the security guards around the court, mm-hmm. how hard it would be to to stand and look away from the game while it's going on. Hear everyone cheering like at, at big moments in the game, like fourth quarter, someone hits a big shot. Yeah. They just got to sit there and keep on looking. They can't look behind and look at the court. They have to look at the fans. Oh, dude, that would be the toughest job. I always, I always thought that would be the toughest job ever. That's such Especially a Especially like point. a playoff game too. It's like, probably just inside you're like, oh, what's happening right now? Yeah. Son of a yeah, they gotta have some, they gotta have someone sit next to them, giving them a play by play. Someone just did something amazing. Do you think? Oh, I've always wondered. I be, do you think at least a small percentage of them have something in their ear that they listen to, like a radio broadcast? That, that's that's something. I, if I had to do that job, that's what I would do. I would have something in my ear. I don't know. But they I feel also like ha- they that also would also have, be distracting because yeah. then you're still listening, and even if you're not facing, you're not watching. Yeah, like you're not watching what you should be watching if you're just listening to. You know, right. it's it's tough to tough job, man. Yeah. Shout out to those people. Our nation's heroes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't Keeping all, the court safe and sacrificing not, not all being wear, able to watch Not the all game. wear capes, huh? Yeah. Man, I haven't been to an NBA game really, really long time. Really? Really long time. And you live like five minutes from downtown. You live five minutes from Baker's Life. You well, gotta I'm not, go, I'm not like a diehard Pacers fan. I'm not going to like act it, you know, just because I live in Indianapolis. Like it's... I'm not gonna fake my fanship, and hey, there's always know, a place to start. You my roommates know. love going going to the games, and like, I like, I'll definitely go to a game. I should definitely go to a game next year for sure. But um, I don't know. I'm not as invested in it as everyone. And there are those nights I just honestly want to 
staying by myself and work really yeah you know those nights yeah, too but it. but we'll see i mean yeah I, w- I was a bulls fan and then kind of just lost like i said before lost interest in the nba a little mm-hmm. bit not as much i used to just die hard love it yeah i was gonna go to the league one day yeah <laughs> i had dreams <laughs> yeah but i don't know it's cool so, but yeah i'll be i'll be interested to see what see what happens with this and see if any action yeah. is taken or not and just like yeah, looking at it from the viewpoint where I just think there's a regulation norm- issue with it. Yeah, athletes are normal people like us. They have families. I, I mean, we you wouldn't attack another man's family. Yeah, talk. Same thing with fantasy, like fantasy leagues. People are like, oh, so and so got hurt. That screws me this week. It's yeah. like, yo, a real person is actually hurt. <laughs> like, and that's their job. But I'm not gonna win money for my league. Yeah, <laughs> and that's still their job. Yeah, they can't go to work. Like when you can't go to work, it sucks, right? Like, when they can't go to – well, depending on your job, I guess. But you know what I mean. Yeah. When, like, an athlete can't go to work, like, they're actually hurt, their livelihood is at risk. Right. Like, it's their li- yeah, it's their life. It's their like, passion. They don't know how bad it is until they actually do know. So there's that moment where they're like, what if I need – like, what if my job is over? Mm-hmm. And what we were talking about with the NFL, they don't have guarantees. Non-guaranteed contracts. Losing so money. Then it's losing like, millions of dollars on an injury. You're losing like 20 bucks in your face. What if you, you didn't put go, it into perspective? What if you didn't do all four years? Of school? I mean, I know you can still get other business opportunities through, um, you know, if you're in the league, you do have that platform, fortunately, to help. Uh, that platform can help with things, but yeah. it's like, what if there's just a freak accident? And it's like, oh, you worry about your fantasy team, but someone's actually hurt. Put it's it in perspective, man. It's, it's weird. Self interested yeah. people. Yeah, maybe I think that because I don't really play fantasy. So I don't. I've heard good things. I know it's. I know it's fun. Uh, I should give it a try. I just. I haven't committed to mm-hmm. devoting the time and because I just don't know football that much. You know, I just. I don't yeah. know that world really as much as everyone else. And it's like, well, how do you, how do you not know the NFL? It's like I don't know. <laughs> like I like watching good playoff games and the Super Bowl. I just. I'm not as dire in the NFL. Like. Oh. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, um, oh dude, last episode we uh, we had a training sesh after our mm-hmm. last uh, last show. Yeah. Would you uh, you let me kind of take you through a full body? What'd you think of that? I thought it was good. I think. Uh, what you like? What you didn't like? What I, I just what did you like? What didn't? There we go. Yeah. That I always one. like to. Uh, I always like to to stay engaged during workouts, and I always like to switch it up, uh, switch things up. I think it was cool going from different muscle groups, doing the full body, because I feel like. Sometimes it can get redundant and, and, and boring just doing the same muscle group the whole day. And mm-hmm. it might get a little tiring on your muscles. Like, I feel like sometimes you're, you're overworking them. You yeah. never overwork something, but. Yeah, you I can. D- True. You can always, oh, you can easily overwork muscle. Yeah. I'm going to actually just. No, I mean like mentally, but yeah. Like, I just, oh. I, what I liked about the workout is that we were switching it up. We were diversifying. We were doing different, completely different exercises for different muscle groups. And. I really enjoyed that part of the workout. My favorite part of the workout was uh, seeing you airball a couple shots on the basketball <laughs> court for, 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 for our cardio at the end. That's that why, was fun. That's why I said <laughs> I don't play as much anymore because I remember how I used to play, and I'm not good anymore. Then I get pissed off about it. <laughs> that was good, though. Man. Hey, we'll, uh, we'll start building Hey, we're going to work on that. We're going to build in more basketball cardio for our workouts. We're going to work on that. But you take you take me through a lot of the exercises. I'll take you through the car, the All basketball right. cardio. All How right, about that enough. trade off? Yeah, yeah. I've been focusing on moving things rather than shooting a ball. Yeah, I did airball some shots though. That's yeah. funny. You got anything else? I'm good. Um, before we go, great morning. I, I do wanna 
I do want to throw down a challenge for our listeners. Ooh, Dale Carne- little smackdown. Dale Carnegie influence tactic. Throw down a challenge. Dang it, Dale. Uh, so we talked about remembering people's names and writing them down. Listeners, I want you this week to, in your, in your daily interactions, when you meet someone new, try to write down five names this week. Write down five names in your notes. I mean, remember names how you want, but just try it out. Write down five names. Write down a fact or two, some distinguishing characteristic about them, something that you could possibly bring up in conversation next time because you never know how much that's going to mean to someone remembering their name and remember something you talked about and they will certainly remember you so go ahead and try that out try that challenge and uh dm us let us know how it goes i think we need to try these things too yeah oh definitely I, it's an honor i remember we it's, talked about uh trying to say hi to someone random i made a new friend at the gym at work okay bet bill 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 yeah billiam um, our times don't overlap all the time, so I haven't gotten a good yeah. relationship. But it's, you know, now we're on the friendly hellos, like, same floor, too. So it's like, okay. oh, hey, Bill. Good. Yeah. So I have done that, so that's my update on that. Okay. So if you haven't done that or updated us on that, let us know. And Tim's new challenge. Yeah. Five names, you said? Yeah, five names. Try to five write some, some characteristics down. Write them in your notes. Let us know how it goes. DM us. Comment. We want we want to hear your stories. That's that's one of the reasons why we did this podcast. We want to hear how, how you guys are able to try things out and and uh, make new relationships. We, we, we love it. So, Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks for much, tuning in. Much love. Take care.